Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Redophiles. So me, Red, and Jody were super busy this week. Uh, Red was in Switzerland. Jody was doing some boring course and I was just like generally swamped. So we didn't have time to record an episode. So what we've decided to do is rather than like rush and give you an ill-researched episode that we haven't put our everything into, we are going to give you a very researched episode that we recorded in August live at the Edinburgh Festival. So enjoy it. Red and Bobby. Welcome to the stage for me, Bobby Bear and Red Richardson. Come on. Oh my God. Thank you guys. Hello. This chair is broken. I'm sitting on it. It's horribly uncomfortable. Thank you so much for coming out. Listen, it's Monday. There's no one on the streets. If you don't know what this is, how many people have listened to the podcast before? Yes. We have one. One. <laughs> We, we found you yesterday on the street. Yeah. The rest of you, by the end of this, you're going to be her. You're going to be, because you'll have heard the podcast, which is what's going to happen. It's, look, so this is called The Year Is Live. It's a live comedy history podcast every year. Who's here? I feel like there's someone talking. Just Maybe there's someone trying to find the show. Maybe the, maybe the mob of people that are going to fill the rest of the chairs are here. That'd be very exciting, wouldn't it? Who knows? Okay, nothing. No. I thought someone was here. So, so uh, if you're wondering why we're doing a comedy history podcast, well, Red has a 2-2 in history from the 72nd best university in the country. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, they don't give them out to anyone. And I read Wikipedia. That's really <laughs> our qualifications for doing this podcast. Yeah. We've, we've had some controversies. We went to war with the Mary Rose Museum. Okay, yeah. Well, we did an episode where we were talking about the Mary Rose, which was a ship that sunk. Red got the year wrong. By 100 years. The Mary... <laughs> the Mary Rose started trolling us on Twitter. And YouTube. Whoever yeah. runs their account started writing abuse to us. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a ship. Also, it's depressing when you find out that a ship has more Twitter followers than you do. You yeah. Know? That's a really sad... T- a sunk ship from yeah. 600 years ago. A ship that it doesn't even... like. It's really the idea of a ship yeah. is the Twitter account. So, uh, yeah, we've been going for like a year. We just thought, let's come up to the fridge. We're going to do some live shows. Perform for... Our fans, and we have found her. So it's very exciting. Very good. And uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, by the way, at the end of this episode, you are all going to have the chance. Well, one of you will have the chance to win twenty-five thousand pounds. Because you might not know this, but actually, me and uh, me and Red took very reputable online IQ tests, and I actually have the highest IQ in the world. Uh, I'm at 200. Red is a bit below me, as you can probably tell when we speak. Um, he's at 195. 195. Okay, fine. So I'm joint first in the world at the moment. I'm 200. Yeah, yeah. You're the, the smartest of all time. Check my IQ.com. Yeah. Good if you want to find out how smart so you are. If one of you can beat us in an online quiz, you get 25,000 pounds. But you can't tie us. You have to beat us. By you'll you'll see. 
but it's a very exciting ending, actually, for a very exciting show. So red. Yep. Um, it should be. Let's. I feel like we should get to know these people. Okay. Let's who, ask our only fan. Who are you? What happened in your life that you like this podcast? <laughs> I listen to Birthday Girls podcast. Ah. I was a guest on that. Yeah, and that's how I found. I was a guest on that too. Well, I listened to both of them. Oh, cool. I listened to all of them. Which yeah. one did you like more, mine or his? Uh, his. Thank you very much. <laughs> Great. That was hurtful. Great. And what about you guys in the second row? Who are you? Friends. Friends? Yeah. What's your names? I'm Tom. Tom. Hello, Tom. Lucy. Hello, Lucy. And are you guys in uni together right now? No. Are you we were many years ago. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. The lighting's not good. I can't tell ages. No. Last night, mm. I... I, I guessed a woman's age and I said she looked 46 and I, by her reaction I'm guessing she was younger than 46 <laughs> very angry woman but then I did look closely there was a lot of I really do think she was 46 but um, she said I should have guessed and did you go to university here? no in York oh they're smart they can't do the test against us oh uh, well no why is York a good university? York's a good one isn't it? I mean, it's, it's better like... than look Kingston yeah. uh, what, what did you study? I studied electronics okay what about you? Uh, on the right? Uh, English lit, history, history. That's a history. Actually, well. That might be good. Right? Listen, there's a chance to win 25 grand. We want them to have a legitimate shot, but you are up against two of the world's smartest people. So. Yeah. <laughs> and there might not be any questions about paintings. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. We, I, they're randomly generated by AI. So. When did Picasso die? No, no, no. Let's save it. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you two? Chris, Chris and Francis. Oh, yeah, nice, to, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming. Teenagers. Tina, yeah. <laughs> our, our youngest audience members. What do you guys do? Uh, I'm retired. Okay. What did you do? What did I do? Yeah. Uh, I worked for the uh, Department of Working Pensions for six years. Oh, nice, nice. And I worked in uh, Michelin Tire Factory for 30 years. Nice, okay. The second job sounds more fun than a tire factory. Was it better? Yeah, that was when that was when I was running down to retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's nice. Right. Retirement job, yeah. That's all right. It's always good for you. So there's no history geniuses in tonight. Only two. Okay, good. That's good. And um, before we start, I want to ask a favour. I did a gig last night, my own show, and um, some theatre kids who are about twenty stormed the stage and performed a sketch from their show. The sketch was terrible. They've got a show called Stick Your Fingers Up. If you want to go and ruin their show as a favour to me, that would be great. It's on at Summer Hall at 6.15. So when you, when you go to Stick Your Fingers Up, how would you ruin their show? When they say, hey, everybody, stick your fingers up, you say, no. Or you just throw stuff at them. Whatever you prefer. Right, who's got a year they want to go back to? Anyone? Who has a favorite? But you, but that's who has a favorite year. What's your favorite year in your life, sir? 1962. Why is that? That's when I was born. That, that was your good. best year of your life. I yeah. suppose it's good. You get carried around everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got treated like a king for a year. Yeah. Who saw his baby? Oh yeah. Yeah. Who came because of the baby? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. That's. It's good. working. Well. I say my baby, who knows, you know? Anyone else got a year they want to go back to? So 1962, what about you, super fan? Yeah. The only fan. 2005? I'm up for that. Are you, Bobby? Well, that is current, that's quite... Yeah, who wants to go back to 2005? <laughs> this atmosphere. <laughs> the Senate, they're like, let's do the fucking show. Yeah, Jesus shut Christ. up. There's eight of us here in a fucking cave. Stop asking us questions. Ooh. All right, we'll Jody, we shouldn't film this. Uh, no, this is a suicide note. It's not a show. <laughs> <laughs> right, everyone, get in the time machine. Hold on to the person next to you because there's quite a lot of turbulence. Only if you know them personally and that would be acceptable to them. Don't yeah, touch if you anyone. don't know them, don't grab them. Don't touch strangers. Um, ready? I hate this part. He always makes us get in a fucking Ooh, time machine. Okay, stop. Oh, my stop. God. We're going back in time. Where are we? Oh, R. Kelly's on the radio. It's the year I started comedy. Oh, my God. I wonder where I'm going to be in 17 years. <laughs> I, I bet I'll be selling out huge theaters yeah. to thousands of adoring fans. Like Kevin Hart. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Eight people in a fucking cave. 
who wanted to get out of the rain. <laughs> Breathing in asbestos. Okay. Year 2005. Jenna Giese comes home from the hospital and officially becomes the first person to ever survive rabies without a vaccination. That's quite... Ever? A, yeah. Wow. But imagine that's your thing. People go, oh, what, what, what are you doing? I'm the only person to get rabies and survive without a vaccine. That's crazy. It's not a good disease, really. No. Yeah, whatever you... Didn't that... You ever see Old Yeller? Didn't Old Yeller get rabies? Who's Old Yeller? The dog in the movie. Anyone see the movie Old Yeller? I guess it, it was an American movie. It didn't make it over here. Old Yeller. It was a movie about a dog named Old Yeller because it's an old... I don't, know, I don't know if the dog was just named Yeller and then when he got old, they called him Old Yeller, but it's a dog who's everybody's best friend. Then he gets rabies and they, they kill the dog. I don't want to see this film. Well, where... What other story... Listen, Red, you're mentioning a disease that only people have died of except for one person. Well, one person. I just thought it was interesting that she's the only person that's a sort of claim to fame. That is pretty good. I mean, I always think of the people... Because there's people now who get cured of HIV, but, like, no one's going to believe you, you know? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was HIV positive, now I'm not. People are like, yeah, yeah, sure, man. Has anyone here had rabies? No. No? Is everyone vaccinated against coronavirus? Who cares? Yeah. Who ca- well, we what could we divide now? the room and then have a, have a fight. Yeah, yeah. Get a, get a, get a vax, anti-vax fight going. Mm. I, uh, I don't even know. Are we, am I vaccinated against rabies? Are we? Is that a thing we're va- like, because we all know the one vaccine we've had, but beyond that, I have no idea what I'm vaccinated against. Do you? Uh, measles, meningitis, I think. Yeah, but hopefully. Yeah. I, well, I don't remember it. They do it before you have memory. So I'm now trusting two people. I'm trusting two people who I really, when I look at how they parented when I had memory, it wasn't great. <laughs> so I'm now trusting that pre-memory, when I was a baby, they did the right thing and got me vaccinated. I have no fucking idea. Maybe they just forgot that day, and I'm going to wake up tomorrow, and they're going to be like, listen, maybe you'll be the second person to live through rabies. Who knows? We'll see. We don't know. No. What was this woman's name? She's called Jenna Giese. G-I-E-S-E. You York, York, guys, how would you say that? How would you say that? Juicy. I'd say Juicy. Jenna, Jenna, Juicy. Jenna Juicy. I don't think that's her name, but it's a better name, isn't Ooh, it, you know? Keeping up with Jenna Juicy. Ju- I'm Jenna Juicy. Cool. Was anyone here not born in 2005? Like, b- born before 2005? So you, what you're saying, really, is anyone here under 17 years old? No, 22 it would be. No, 17? Fucking hell, I'm stupid. How old are you? For a man who's the second smartest person in the world, you think you do simple fucking arithmetic, well, don't you? But apparently not. Take it up with checkmyiq.com. Yeah, well. Take it up how, how old are you? 31. 31. Don't look it. Look 12. I know. You're doing well. Good work. This is the one. Uh... 9th of April, the wedding of Prince Charles and Camilla Parker Bowles takes place in a 20-minute ceremony at Windsor Guildhall. How did everyone feel? About, how did you feel about that, Bobby? About Camilla? Should they have waited longer? Waited longer? I don't know. I mean, they've been fucking for like 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've been fucking the whole time he was married the first time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to get married, it's like, yeah, yeah, we've been together forever. Mm-hmm. Let him... I don't care. Did you see? Did anyone see the leaked sex messages he was sending her when he said, "I want to be your tampon"? Uh, no, I didn't. Because if I did, I wouldn't have eyes anymore. Because it would have ripped them out of my fucking head. That's disgusting. <laughs> Prince Charles said he wanted to be. That can't be real. Yeah, it's a real thing. Anyone heard that? Yeah. Yeah, Prince it's Charles disgusting. Texts were leaked. Yeah. I wonder what he did to Rupert Murdoch to make that happen. A lot, probably. Is anyone here royalists? No one likes the royals. You like the Royals? Nice. Whereabouts are you from? Dundee. I thought Scottish people hated the Royal Family. Well, not all Scottish. You can't generalize. Some Scottish people like the Royal Family. Listen, they bring in a lot of money is what people say. That's all right. Who's your favourite? The Queen's mother when she was alive. Yeah, she was good fun. Who's your least favourite? 
Like some Andrew, old. she said it was. Yeah, Andrew's a good. <laughs> yeah, it should be Andrew. It should be Andrew. You can't but say you're going you, with Megan. You can't say <laughs> Megan Markle. It's, it has to be Andrew. Come on. Andrew That's strange. So I just I was under the assumption, probably because I watched Braveheart, that Scottish people hated. No, it's not. All, you can't. No, you can't generalize. Do you, do you, how do you find in Dundee? What do they think? Like they're like pro-monarchy. It's going to be conservative parts. In my case, it was because it was an army. Ah. Yeah, it gives you a different appreciation. Of course. That's fine. Whatever. I mean, it's a generational thing a lot of the time. We just grew up and we're like, who are these old fucks taking our money? Whereas for you, it has some symbolism. But we have the Kardashians, so that's our queen, you know? <laughs> we uh, look at the Kardashians and we're like, ooh, wow, they live the lives we want to live. I mean, not me. I, I hope they all fucking burn. But... Um, you know, generally, that's it's just about symbolism, and that, that it's whatever. It's good. It works for you. But I really, I mean, I do hope they go away as a family. No, I, I like the little one who's really rude. It was rude at Wimbledon. Remember, he was like making faces because okay. he looks like a medieval prince who's going to do mean things. A little Joffrey. Yeah, that's good. Jo- a real life Joffrey would be fun. I'd. I really think I like the royal family. I think we should keep giving them the money, but they should have to live in a glass box, and we get to watch every moment of their life. <laughs> That's a fair trade-off to me. You know, great. You get the money, you get the palaces, but the palaces are made out of glass, and I get to watch you piss. You know, <laughs> that's the fucking trade-off for the royals. All of it. I get all of it. You know what I mean? When you're sleeping, if I'm bored, I get to knock on the glass and say, "Wakey, wakey, queenie, do a dance for me." <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Willie. Willie, wake up. And what's the... He's been done. He's been trending for... He likes being pegged, apparently. Anyone heard that? Oh, don't, don't, they don't call him the pegging to these prince. people. They're not on Twitter. Don't <laughs> tell them. It's a sexual act. You don't want to know the details. He really knows what pegging it. is. No, they probably don't know what pegging don't is. Don't generalise just because he's from Scotland. Yeah, yeah, just because he's from Scotland, he doesn't know what pegging is. No, don't generalise. Listen, but we don't need to go into it, but we could go into it. But Willie, the thing is... I'd just knock in the glass back, knocky knocky, and then he'd wake up and say, William, you're fucking bald. Go back to sleep. I think if you're a prince and you like having stuff put up your ass, you should be allowed to because he's in the royal family. How did it get out, you know? I don't know, but it's it's on Twitter, so it's it's got to be true. I would have said, that's not me. That's another guy. (laughs) They got the wrong guy. That's another prince. Blame it on Harry. That's Harry, clearly. Believable with Harry. What? Uh, Yeah, I like uh, my favorite. The Queen Mother... She was old. That's good. So when so, the thing is, once someone's old enough, you kind of forgive everything they do, you know? Once someone's post-90, you're just like, yeah, whatever. Even Philip, by the time he died. Don't go, please. Oh, she's going to get a flight. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Where are you going? London. Can we come? <laughs> I'll go in your luggage hold. Ha- Have a good flight. Bye-bye. This was the best show of the Fringe. You're really going to miss out. Um. 2005, Rodney Marsh, former England football star. You remember him? Yeah, he was great, wasn't he? He was fired from Sky Sports because of a joke he made live on air concerning, concerning the 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami. Anyone want to hear the joke? Is it? Well, I mean, it depends. He, he joked that David Beckham turned down and moved to Newcastle United because of trouble with the tsunami in Asia. In Asia. I don't <laughs> he loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't get the joke. So the Newcastle's nickname is the tsunami, and he put it together to sound like tsunami, which had just happened That's that year. It's quite clever. But yeah. And it's, I guess if you said it now, it's kind of funny, but the day after when people's bodies are still being fished <laughs> out of the fucking water... The thing Maybe is, he, he would have gotten that. He would have gotten that in a text from someone. He didn't write that joke. Yeah, he went, yeah, yeah. This is bloody good. I'm going to say this on TV, and they're going to love it. They're going to think. <laughs> they're going to think I'm the funniest guy. They're Imagine when he I'm... said it, and just the camera guy's just like, ooh. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good at all. So he got sacked from his job for the joke. Probably what? on about two hundred grand a year. What was his job again? He was a. He was a. So he's an ex-footballer, and he became like a pundit on Sky Sports. So you just talk about football and stuff. And he swung and he missed very badly. I don't think he's been on TV since. We've all done it. Listen, I've done it within this hour. Mm-hmm. So we get it. You know, I don't judge that man. No, not too. That can't be easy. Did they, did they ever let him back in? Have no, he's, he's not allowed back. Oh, that's sad. And he was a legendary footballer. Just because of Toonami. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. I mean, it'd be like if on 9-11, it was, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think some people did that. Who got fired on 9-11? I can't remember. Well, Russell Brand went up the next day. Russell Brand went into BBC Studios dressed as Osama bin Laden. The and day that's after not the 9/11. worst thing he's done. Well, we've all seen Get Him to the Greek, haven't we? I quite oh. like that. Oh, it was all right. <laughs> it was all right. So 2005... North Korea agrees to stop building nuclear weapons in exchange for aid and cooperation. Well, luckily, Kim jo- the Kim Jongs, they're very, uh, they're very trustworthy family, and I imagine they've stuck to their word, haven't they? Yeah, it's all gone well. That's quite a good deal, though. If you, they go, if, you, if you just help us out and send some food over, we won't make nuclear bombs. But then you go, if you haven't got food, how have you got nuclear bombs? Well, they, they put all their money into the bombs. Oh. Do you know in North Korea it's illegal to have a mullet? You get put in jail for life. That's uh, actually one law that I think is fine worldwide, you know? <laughs> They've got one thing right. But they, there's people in North Korean prisons for having mullets. And they knew, they obviously know the law. But they love their mullets so much, they won't... Also, the thing about going to prison is, obviously they're not going to give you scissors to cut your hair, so you go to prison for having a mullet. What happens? Your mullet gets more mullety. You can't, cu- you can't cut it, and then they're like, you still have a mullet, we're going to extend your sentence. And it's like a Wham! video. There's you're just in, loads of men with mullets doing hard labor. You're in a esque hell, where the longer you're in there, the longer your mullet gets, the more time they give you. And eventually you cut off your own head, and they drag your body out of the prison, and you're free. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, North Korea is fucking insane. They really, because they don't give a shit. They just... There's that, that people like white people always go there and they're like, oh, it's my vacation. And it's like, don't fucking vacation there. That guy went vacation there and then he stole a side and they stole the flag him. or yeah, something. They, they beat him to death, which is unkind. And then uh, and then people still go there after that guy did that. And it's like they beat him to death for stealing a sign. Maybe it's not like a tourist destination. You yeah, know, what well, was a picture? He was like, I'm going to take this home as a souvenir. It wasn't even. And they put him in one of the camps. But I think he got home but died like when he well, hit yeah, the Americans. Well. But it was just brutal. And it's like, yeah, don't uh, don't go hang out in North Korea. Maybe South Korea is apparently really cool. I like their movies. You guys like South Korean movies? Like The Host is great. Old, you ever see Old Boy? Mm-hmm. And have you seen Old Boy? If you like the royal family, you'll love old boy. Um, <laughs> there's some, there's some, there's some sultry sexual stuff in there that will remind you, I think, of the ancient. What royals. does he have to do again? Is there... An old boy. So this guy's a drunk, and uh, he he wrongs a lot of people. And then one day he gets so drunk he blacks out. He wakes up just in a in a hotel room, but it's a prison cell, and he's stuck in there for 20 years and he has no idea why and once in a while they gas him they come in they give him some food they leave but he can't see who's imprisoning him and he gets this like take out these yummy dumplings that he eats really yeah well Well, i don't know if they're yummy but like he's trapped in this room but while he's in this fucking room he just punches the wall for like 20 years and gets like ripped and he, he just works out constantly and like teaches himself to fight and like hard. Have you seen Old Boy? You'll fucking love it. I have. I just can't Hardens remember. Hardens his knuckles like he's fucking ready to go, right? And then one day he escapes and and then he has to figure out where he was because he can't quite he doesn't escape like he doesn't know where he was or why he's he, oh no he's I, th- I can't remember if he escaped or let out but anyways he's out and he has to figure out where he was who imprisoned him and why and it gets fucking crazy it's a really good movie seriously based on the life of a royal and it's based on an ancient royal and uh, I think you'd like it it's really good if you haven't seen Old Boy it's fucking South Korea makes the best movies I wouldn't say the best. They do. What do you... Uh, well, you named two. Okay. Uh, Train to Busan. You seen that? Never heard of it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You don't like zombie movies set on a fucking train? Nope. They're great. It's great. A family... This guy and his daughter, he's not a great dad. I can relate to him. And uh, <laughs> maybe he's made some mistakes with his daughter, like making her fly her in the fucking rain <laughs> for his failing career. <laughs> you know? But anyways, he's on a train with his daughter typical thing that happens to everybody zombies break out on this train and across the whole of the south korean peninsula it's not good so this guy 
and a group of other ragtag misfits have to fight zombies to get off the train and it's a captivating film and I act and then there's an emotional bit at the end where I cried you'd fucking what, love it. What, what happened when you cried the I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna spoil the film they're not gonna watch the film now they might see Trainer but what do you watch it I've seen it yeah, the second one's already out. It was out like three years ago. You really got to follow along, actually. You got to get more. That was that was years ago, and it's not very good from what I've heard. I haven't seen it, but but uh, what's crazy is South Korea makes great films, whereas Kim Jong Un doesn't make any movies. Obsessed with movies, though. Yeah. Give me a, what was his da- his dad? Was it? It was Kim Kim Jong Un is the leader now, but his dad kidnapped. Uh, a film, I think it was a Japanese filmmaker, and then brought him to North Korea and like made him make movies for years in the 80s. Really? Yeah, he was obsessed with movies. They and, like, love like Steven Seagal as well, I think. That, but well, that's more Russia. Yeah, but I think because of the connection, they love those. Oh movies. yeah. Well, see, yeah, Steven Seagal is on Team Russia in the Ukraine-Russia war. And he, lo- they love the NFL as well, don't they? Or was it NBA, I think, Kim Jong-un? Oh, yeah, loves. Kim Jong-un loves basketball. Dennis Rodman, if you don't know basketball player, you should, uh, in that great documentary, The Last Dance, you learn a lot about him. He, Dennis Rodman, he was, like, a very eccentric, and, and like, incredible basketball player, but, like, dyed his hair, wore dresses in the 90s. This is like a fucking professional athlete wearing dresses, just living his life exactly how... Really, actually, interesting guy. And then... Post-retirement, he fucking befriends Kim Jong-un and, like, in this idea that, like, somehow, like, give peace a chance. I mean, the guy's killing his own people. Like, it's, like, an insane thing. But he goes to North Korea and tries to organize a basketball game between North (laughs) Korea and America. Like, it's some kind of indie movie that's going to sort it all out. What do you think? Do you think he could have done No, that? I don't think he can do anything. It's also because Kim Jong-un loves um, basketball, but he's, I don't, he's, he's like four foot tall, isn't he? Well, if, you play, if you're four feet tall and you play basketball against a bunch of people, or if you're like five feet tall, you play basketball against a bunch of people that are four feet tall, well, guess what? You're actually the tallest player. Also, if you can kill them afterwards, they'll, they'll let you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think that would, I, th- I doubt he's ever lost a game. Which is a way to be good at sport. If I was... Um, It'd be very, I'd be very stressful if you were like a good at a sport and then a dictator was like, why don't you come play with me? I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Mm. Yes, yeah, like Escobar used to play football and score like five goals a game. I bet he did. Yeah. yeah. It's 2005, the trial of Saddam Hussein begins. Innocent mm. until proven guilty. But he has been proven guilty. Yeah, <clears throat> he died. Well, he didn't die, he was... Uh, he was. He was hung. I, I, do you know when they found him? He was in. He was hiding in a hole. No, they say hanged. Hung. No, hung just means he has a big cock, right? No. That's what hung means. No, hanged. He was hanged. He was hanged. Like, can you not say he was hung? No, hung means fat <laughs> cock. Okay. I just told you. I don't know. Yes, he killed a lot of his own people and gassed a lot of Kurds, but he had a big dick, so I don't know. <laughs> and then he, then a rope was put around his neck, and he died. They. Um, they found him in a hole, hiding in a hole, and he had a half a million pounds in cash and a gold AK-47. And they, he said, I'm Saddam Hussein. I'm, I'm ready to negotiate. So it's a bit late for that now, buddy. It's a reasonable <coughs> thing to say. I wonder what he's trying to get to, though, with half a million and a gold AK. I mean, I... New I life in France. Great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he had a plan, really. Saddam was loved for a while. You guys know Saddam got the key. By the way, keep in mind... I'm spitting out all these facts. I have no laptop. This is all from up here. Red, he's reading. <laughs> so that's where those extra five IQ points come in handy. Um, Saddam was like, he was loved in America for a while. Early 80s, Detroit gave him the keys to the city. And if you've been to Detroit, it looks like it was in the Iraq war. So, <laughs> Yeah, I read a book about him. When he was a child, his favorite game was to heat up pokers and put them in cows. So he was an early star. Allegedly. <laughs> And his mum was a prostitute, and he killed... Sex worker. Sex worker. That's a new, that's a new thing. Um, you might yeah. not know this. You don't say prostitute anymore. A bit derogatory. Sex worker. They work in sex. Sounds nicer, doesn't it? Thank you. Anyway, he killed everyone who knew his mum was a sex uh, worker. This show, we want to learn on this show, you know? Mm-hmm. He killed what? He killed anyone who knew his mum was a sex worker when he got into power. Well, he clearly didn't. No, because I know. Yeah. 
He, I mean, he I wouldn't go around one. telling people. <clears throat> he, he, he he missed out. Yeah. He was so he was he didn't feel good about it. No, not at all. So were you in the military then? Did you go to Iraq? No. Red. What? Yeah. Yeah, but you might have been a general. Oh, you could have went. Could have yeah. been a general. Yeah. And you. He was a general. He killed Saddam Hussein. General Tire Factory. Pensions. Yeah, general at twenty. Mm. <laughs> really, we rose up the ranks, Greg. What? So, what? What years did you serve then? Oh, okay. Cool. Falklands. No. No. What we? What we doing? Canada. I'm from Canada. Should have shot him. <laughs> then they take you to train in Alberta. Yes. Yeah, everybody goes to Alberta. Yeah, you do all the exercises out there, right? Yeah, yeah it's a bit, it's, uh, it's beautiful. But then you talk to the people and you're like, well, it's beautiful. <laughs> Did you see any bears when you're out there? No. no. So you just trained out in Canada and then, yeah, that was, no, no. Four days out there in Great Falls, Montana. Nice. That's what you always say. Whenever I say I went home to Canada because I got to go see my family because you're like obligated to do it. And Red always says, uh, did you see any bears? <laughs> Every time. Like Canada's just full of fucking bears. It is in the, in the shows I watch. They're what everywhere. Shows? <clears throat> what shows do you bear, watch? Bear documentaries. Bear to- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but those are places where they're like, we're going to find a bear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I watched one the other day where polar bears are terrorizing a Canadian town. Okay. Yeah, and it was Halloween, and apparently that's the worst night for them because everyone's out and about. And they, uh, yeah, they like tried to grab a man and drag him out of there. They shot him with a pellet gun. The polar bears had a pellet mm-hmm. gun. And then they did this thing where they drugged them, put them in a helicopter, fly them out into the middle of nowhere, and these people have to unwrap the bear whilst it's waking up, and they got to do it really quickly because. The drugs are wearing off. I think I'd, I'd I, yeah, I, I would be like, hey, could, I'm actually going to take a piss. Could you do the unwrapping yeah, of the bear that, yeah. today? Yeah. I'm like, not, like you made a flower in the good. rain. That's, um, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's like a hazing ritual. Like, that's what they do, like, when people in American, you know, like, colleges are pledging to be in a fraternity, you know? Well, you have to do yeah, something no, they, disgusting. No, they drug them and then they wake up in the middle of a different place, you know? Really? It sounds like a hazing ritual. It's, yeah, like, it's just a weird thing to do to a, to a bear. You know, like you drug the bear, and then the bear wakes up somewhere else, and it's like, hey, you be nice to us, or else you don't know where we'll put you next. Well, they're trying to put him back in his natural habitat. Because I, I, well, he's not meant to be in the town. Yeah, I know but that. But because of global warming, they have no food. Uh, they call it climate change now. Climate change. They call prostitutes, sex workers, global warming, climate change. I'm updating your vernacular from 2005, actually. That's what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> So, the words truther, glamping, and sexting enter the vernacular for the first time in 2005. All terrible words. Uh, excuse me, glamping is great. I've been glamping. It's like camping, but they set up it's the glamorous. tent for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people who say it are usually terrible people. Um, truther was the start of, like, the sort of what we have now, really, isn't it? Anti-vax. Uh, uh, you mean the truth? Well, there's a truth. So there's the, you know, Alex Jones, there's the Sandy Hook truther. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But so there's a, there's a dad whose kid went to Sandy Hook who survived that massacre. And the dad thinks his son is a crisis actor because he's so deep into the truther world. Okay. Which I just think is strange. That is strange. You can take that with you and tell someone. So he's convinced that his son is lying. Yeah, he thinks he's an actor now. Because he's gone so far down the sort of truth or rabbit hole. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it'd be fun, like, it'd be fun to ha- just, like, live in a different reality, you know? Like, you're in this reality, but I look at all of you and I think, oh, you're actually all rabbits dressed like humans. Like, that's <laughs> exciting. Isn't that exciting? And every person you see, you're like, ooh, that's a big rabbit boy. Okay. I don't know. There's a certain... Because you feel like you're smarter than everyone. That's an exciting feeling. Yeah, yeah. You feel like you know something nobody else knows. I think that's why people are more and more attracted to these conspiracy theories. And it's the same thing that, like, a religion would do 2,000 years ago when when we're kickstarting all these new religions that now dominate the whole fucking world. It's just, like, the feeling that you know something nobody else does. That's so exciting. It's usually, I, I knew a m- guy who went to school with, he went a bit mad, did a lot of drugs, went mad, 
And he, but his breakdown was like, he thought he was basically Jesus and that government were out to kill him because he was so intelligent that they wouldn't let him be alive anymore. And it, I just thought, that's quite a good breakdown if you're going to have one. Like, it's like supreme narcissist. Instead of feeling worthless, you feel so full of worth that you go mad. That's great. I've never, I've had many mental breakdowns and none of them ever led to me feeling good about myself, you know? <laughs> like, what a great day that would be. Like, yeah, Bobby, you know, you're going to go insane, but at the end of it, you're going to have some self-esteem. <laughs> wow, what a good breakdown. Should we do the £25,000 cash prize quiz? Are we, is, is nothing else happened in 2005? No, no, no. Well, uh, Hunter S. Thompson died. Hunter S. Thompson, uh, feared loathing in Las Vegas. Yep. He obviously achieved a lot, but I think he's responsible for a lot of people not achieving. Oh, yeah, because for, like, Hunter S. Thompson, great writer, incredible, wrote, like, cool travel logs, cool novels, like, drank and did drugs, ended up... The thing is, people are like, yeah, his life was great, but yours might not. He still shot himself in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like he was having a great time the whole time. Yeah. And Johnny Depp had his ashes put in a cannon and fired over a creek, which apparently cost him £2 million. Pounds. Well, I, I, feel I think like, he got ripped off there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I could have done that for at least, like, a 1000 No, I'd do it for 300 quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not that hard. You, you must know how to fire something out of a cannon. Right, he wasn't in the military in the 1800s. They don't teach cannon fire. But they still do the sort of displays. And yeah, stuff. but that's that's like that's not the actual. It's not like, hey, listen, we're gonna teach you how to fire a machine gun and a cannon. Like those are like that's those are like mm. the the dress up people. I just like he's to see doing the, the man. real shit. He was ready to defend the nation. That's true in Canada. Yes, I'd like to see the man who uh, who built him for that explaining. Why it costs three million pounds. Yeah, it was like uh, the Ed Frin. This is an industry thing, but uh, there's supposed to be an app that tells people where the shows are. And it's helpful to get to fill these rooms, as you might imagine. Mm -hmm. And uh, they didn't make the app this year, and everyone was pissed off. And then the Ed Fringe people came out and said, yeah, we would have made the app, but it would have cost us £100,000, and we didn't have that much money. It's like... Making an app does not cost a hundred thousand. It costs like you can make an app for a couple grand. It's fucking easy. They already had the app from a few years ago. And it's like you just got quoted by some shyster who was fucking you. They fucked you the first time and you didn't let them fuck you again. But anyone can make a fucking app. Yeah, I think they wanted to sell the brochures basically. So they yeah. didn't want an app so they can sell their book and make money, but no one's buying it. Because it's 2022. Yeah, nobody wants a fucking thick book of shows when the internet exists. Richard Pryor died. Great American comedian, great mm. guy. Read his autobiography. Ignore the parts where he talks about women. He w- didn't treat them well at all. <laughs> Just very skip, uncom- skip those pages. Very uncomfortable <laughs> if you really read what he says. If yeah. you just think of Richard Pryor as a great actor, a great comedian, which he was, you can, you can push out his treatment of other people. It's weird because he, he wrote the book. And if I write a book about myself and yeah, I did and stuff like that... this is what he was honest about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows what he was ashamed of. I think I'd miss out quite a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I probably wouldn't do it. No. Yeah, I like that your take is, listen, I treat people horribly, but I wouldn't tell anyone. <laughs> it's, it's not going in the that's, book. That, 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 sure. That's Red's best idea. His best idea is to lie about his horrible actions. <laughs> yeah, Richard Pryor, fucking great comedian, though. He... Incredible Set himself stand-up. on fire. He did, well, yes, he had a bad day once, and he lit himself on fire smoking crack. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's find our quiz competitor. Okay, so here's the thing. You have the chance. How many? How many people are even here? We got uh, one new person at the back. Two people at two, six, seven, eight. We got nine of you. Okay. By the way, at the end of this. We're going to ask you for money. And as you can see, this festival is not going the way we would have preferred it goes. So we're going to need a substantial donation from each of you so that my baby can eat. (laughs) So the way it works is usually a show like this would be like, it's like seven pounds. That's how much the tickets were. I know a couple of you bought tickets, and I appreciate that. And so I think it's fair that the ones that didn't buy tickets just give us seven pounds on your way out. We have a card machine. We have a bucket. So you just go tap, tap, or put some money in. Please. 
And now's your chance to win £25,000. Yeah, if you win the 25000 you can <coughs> actually just put all of that in the bucket and we'll call it even. <laughs> Who okay. wants to go up against us? It's three questions each. Winner sir, takes all. What was your name, sir? Chris. Chris? Okay, Chris. Um, so you see, we've talked to you. You seem like a pretty smart guy. I think you are definitely... Are you willing to try to win twenty-five thousand pounds? Oh, I would do it. You gave it to one of the universities. Yeah, they need it more. They need it more. One of the university people. I got Chris. Oh. That's very kind. That's very kind. What a good, what a good man. But don't you have kids in your family you could give it to? You know what? I'm really stupid, and I'll, I'll not get anywhere near. Okay. Oh. That's, well, you that, know what? That's what we want. We don't want you to win. Yeah, we, <laughs> that, I'm not going to say that's why we chose you, Chris, but <laughs> no, we don't think you seem like a very smart man. And just because you're not a fact guy doesn't mean you don't have your own intelligence. So do not, you're not stupid, but we, I hear what you're saying. We will go to the younger English lit art history lady. What was your name? Lucy. You seem like you think you're smarter than we are. <laughs> You carrying yourself say. like, listen, I know when Monet sang a song while painting or something, whatever the fuck he did. You know. Yeah. Okay. Lucy, do you want to go up against us? Okay. Yes. Okay, that's... You haven't definitely got the, the part yet, Lucy. <laughs> There's other people in the running. What was your name again? Uh, my name's Sadika. Sadika? Yeah. Very cool name, Sadika. And what do you do again? Nice. In events. What sort of events? Uh, mostly for universities. Okay. Oh, great. So you're making fun things happen at universities. Like dances, parties. Do you, do you parties. book live podcasts? If you want. I mean, if you want. Please. <laughs> um, <laughs> baby needs to eat. Baby needs to eat. So, okay. I really can't choose because you're, you, you are a diehard fan, but I feel like you have a legitimate chance of beating us. So, we're going to go with the one person. Like, you, you, I want to beat you. So, I actually, I'm going to choose you just because I want to beat you. Fine. Okay, let's do this. Okay, we, these are questions. We have randomly generated questions. Jody sources them out. We don't see them beforehand. They're sent to Red in a file. Well, I'll just Red randomly reads generate. Them out, and then I battle you question for question. Sorry, is it Lucy or Lisa? Lucy. Lucy. Let the battle commence. Da, da, da. I'm going to call you Lisa as a sign of disrespect. He's, you're, you're negging her already, getting well, in her head. Have you got any comeback for that, Lisa? Uh, I can think of some. Hey, you fucking loser. There's eight people here in 100 chairs. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, why do you focus on promoting your podcast instead of insulting strangers, you fucking asshole? <laughs> Hey, your daughter's going to grow up and realize what a loser you are. Oh, Jesus Christ. If, if she still knows you by that point, no, you yeah. mentally ill fuck. These are just things you could say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you want to. Okay, so. Okay, you give her the first question. Put her on her fucking back foot. Lucy, what was the highest grossing movie in 2004? That's a bit easy. Have a think. The Godfather? <laughs> I'm getting in her head. Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Gone with the Wind. Uh, the Great Dictator. Oh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Ooh, very close. Unfortunately, it was Shrek. Wrong! <laughs> How does it feel? Bobby, yeah. what was the name of George W. Bush Jr.'s dad? <laughs> <laughs> he was a president himself, actually, I remember. Yeah. Head of the CIA. Yeah. Um, groped a woman's butt, but everyone forgot about it because he died six months later and it was really awkward. <laughs> And they never talked about it again. There was like, a, they tried to meet you, George Bush, but then he died, and it was like, whatever. Oh, you know, so he's he, old. He, he, yeah. um, 
Uh, and then uh, the Obamas went to his funeral, and it was weird because they were posing with the Bushes. Uh, mm. And you thought, mm, it doesn't really matter who you vote for, does it? Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to say George Bush Sr.? Oh, that is correct. Uh-oh. What this nil? is the thing. You can go to York, but when you come up against the 200 IQ, you're in trouble. Yeah, well, guess what? I didn't even go to university. Don't even know where one is, so... Okay. Lucy. You got a chance to redeem yourself There's here. There's two questions left After for that you. initial embarrassment. Which three men won the Nobel Peace Prize for Physics in 2005? I'll need their middle names also. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't need the middle names. This is a really easy one, Lucy. <laughs> There's a lot of different Nobel Prizes, so make sure you don't get the wrong one. I know you follow the Nobel Prizes very heavily. I mean, they could have, but that's not their names. <laughs> no. That's actually a pretty good guess, though. Yeah. Actually. I would have thought to go it's with It's funny that. when people get our ridiculous questions wrong. We can tell they're smarter than us because they actually know something. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we all know about the Higgs boson, okay? What is that? Is that Hoover? Uh, <laughs> he's serious. Um, <laughs> okay. Don't, don't go to Kingston University. They were Roy, <laughs> the Higgs boson Hoover. Roy J. Glober, John L. Hall, and Theodore W. Hunch. So that was close, Lucy. Close. You're close. Bobby. Okay. In the movie Dunkirk, what is the name of the place that Harry Styles travels to to save his boys? Dunkirk? Yep, that's right. <laughs> okay, two for two. Don't worry. You, can, you still got this. Lucy, 25K. Next question depends on it. What would you spend 25K on, by the way? Massive holiday. Where to? Wow, you're one question away. Oh, you're going to live in Bali. The people who left on the plane, they won yesterday. And they were going to Bali. They, they bought a house there, right? Because <laughs> it was 100k yesterday. Um, what was the name of the man who founded McDonald's? Oh, Michael Keaton plays him in the movie. He does. I know. I know. Actually, Ronald McDonald, did you say? I would have said that yeah. if Actually, I didn't have the answers in front of me. What's funny is you're fucking wrong. That's not the guy that founded McDonald's. That's the guy that franchised McDonald's. No, it's not. It's Two not. brothers you, you founded you, McDonald's. You don't even know what I'm going to say. You, okay. It's not one guy that founded McDonald's. It's two brothers. Why, where did you learn that? Uh, I watched the Michael Keaton movie she's talking about. Wait, are you a, McDo are you a McDonald's truther? I'm a McDonald's... No, I just know the history of McDonald's. Well... Not at more the, than at Google. the end of the movie, Michael C. Keaton says a great quote. And he says, he says, because Michael Keaton slowly takes the McDonald's franchise from mm. the brothers, m like more and more control from these brothers who founded the initial restaurant and created the assembly line food production that we know today as McDonald's and all fast food. And he says to the brothers, what would you do? Here, look, I was always going to beat you. What would you do if your enemy was... Uh, in the water and you were standing on the dock and they say I don't know and he says I'd put a hose in his fucking mouth and uh, until he drowned and he lets them know I was always going to beat you so what, what's the answer you have written down Ray Kroc that's wrong Ray Kroc did not found well McDonald's. when I google I mean when Jody randomly googled these questions earlier Ray Kroc didn't found McDonald's Ray well Kroc you know more than google then I, you, uh, yeah I know more than the, the light googling you did so, so you watched a Hollywood movie and believed not a Hollywood you... movie the movie about the life of Ray Kroc the man who franchised McDonald's Unbelievable. No, okay. believable. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure they never lied. She didn't know any other names anyway, so it didn't matter, but Ray Kroc. I suppose The Lion King's a true story as well, isn't it? Uh, well, it's, it's based on the play of Hamlet, so it's not a true story, but it is based on something. Okay. Smarty pants. Bobby, to win, you've got to answer this question right. Okay, well. What religion was heavyweight champion of the world, Muhammad Ali? Uh, I think he was a Muslim man. Yep. I'm sorry, Lucy. You didn't win. You'll never go to Bali. 
You can still go to Bali, but just on your own dime. Uh, <laughs> but if you guys come back tomorrow, bring some smarter people, you'll have a chance. Guys, that brings us to the end of the podcast. It's our second live one. It's yesterday, been interesting. I gotta say, yesterday there was more people. They liked us more. They, no, no, you guys actually, you guys were great, and we really appreciate you coming out. Thank you so much. I'll be at the door. Uh, give me a second. I gotta get on the Wi-Fi. I'll have a card machine. We'll have a bucket. If you feel like giving us money, we really, seriously, the seven pounds would fucking help. Um, Jody, he, that's our producer, is a thankless job. He wants a hair transplant. <laughs> um, he doesn't have much self-confidence. He wears a lot of hats. This is actually the first time I've ever seen him without a hat. And um, he wants to go to Turkey. He wants them to drill into his head or whatever they do when you get one. And he wants to fuck women. And uh, he'll be more comfortable fucking women once there's hair on his head. And you're a married man, you know. You, you, you've had a good time. Jody hasn't. So if you want Jody to get a hair transplant and meet the love of his life, we're both married men. We'd love for Jody to be able to do that with the confidence of hair. Please, help us out. I'll be at the door. Just wait a second. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Until I get the card machine ready. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Thank you so much, guys. Out. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good time. That was another episode of the year is thank you very much for listening please like and subscribe leave us a review it all helps i'd like to thank our producer jody and also i'd like to thank uh, josh weller for our intro music and song it's uh, it's very catchy it's very nice i'm sure you'll enjoy it at the beginning so big thanks for josh weller he's on instagram at joshua josh weller follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of the year is thank you so much bye-bye